Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday! Happy Thursday, man. Uh, front page, CNN, says this right here. Mm-hmm. The U.S. economy is unwell, and we're about to find out. How unwell it is going to be. We have a big jobs report tomorrow, but the reality is consumer spending is running out of steam. Hiring activity is moderating. Business activity is softening. Interest rate sectors pulling back. Housing is suffering. And here's something else that people aren't talking about. Uh-huh. Two big things. First, uh, office buildings. They're going to be foreclosing faster than people realize. They're already starting to see a massive crash in that. People are just handing back the keys. Yeah. Right? And the other thing is, Interest rates being as low as they are, one of the things that pulls us out of recession, usually interest rates were higher. People want to refinance, pull money out, play with it. Guess what? People got a lot of those people got interest rates at 3%. There is no pulling out at 3 It ain't dropping to two, two five. Market Watch, front page. We are going to see parts of the economy break. April might get ugly. Well, if you're looking at April already, our gas prices are high. Uh, we're the third highest in the nation. We're 80 cents higher than the national average. We got inflation that's still high. Uh, and now we're looking at, you kind of said it, it's like, all right, consumers, what does it mean when consumers are running out of steam? Does that mean they're running out of money? Yeah. Okay. So we've got more people living paycheck to paycheck. Today. And credit card to credit card, and they've extended it as far as they can go. Right. And guess what happens when that starts to happen? Mm. One of the other big indicators is how much we're carrying on our credit card, Gatos. We're carrying a ton on our credit. And guess what? That's all unsecured, and that's the next big... Got a phone call last night. You want to talk economy? We got a phone call last night from our son. He's in Dallas. Now, he's a 20-something. He doesn't always call. You know, we can yeah. tax, you know, because, you know, yeah. it's, uh, a lot of people don't like to call, right? He said, well, uh, I survived the firing. And we're like, what do you mean? 30% out, T-Mobile. Ah. Now, I don't know if that's Dallas or nationwide. Dallas, okay. nationwide, but that's one of their, that's one of their, that's a big thing. It's a huge thing. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, our son almost lost his job yesterday. And now you're starting to see it. I know it's the tech industry. We're seeing it everywhere. Facebook, um, uh, let's see, uh, Amazon, you know, we've got Google and, and they're cutting and a lot of people are starting to lose their job in the tech industry. So he survived that. But what if he didn't? And I'm thinking, and how much longer does he survive those cuts? Well, that's the thing. And I'm thinking they're done. If you're going to cut 30%, I don't think you're going any further. And if you are and you think we are, don't tell me because I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but, uh, again, that is, if this stuff starts really getting bad and recession fears are moving back to the forefront of the markets and we're watching people starting to lose their job, I'm seeing people harder to get a job now. I think this is going to be a tough rest of the year. I don't want to paint it as very bleak or it's the worst thing in the world. I'm not painting it's 2008. No, it's not. No. But I would definitely say, I think, unlike 2008, I think the credit card side of things, mm. which has kept people in. Here's the other thing. Go look at how many people are being evicted now. Evictions are up across the country. They can't pay their rent. They can't pay their rent. Right. And now with gas prices going up, the reality of what we may be looking at come summertime, if things start to get to that $90, $100 range, and all of a sudden we're paying five fifty a gallon in some areas and Ooh. $5 in others. Five oh nine in Scottsdale. We told you about that yesterday. You were talking about the jobs report tomorrow. It'll give us a better idea of how sick the economy actually is. What do you Do you have a... 
Do you have a thought or an idea of what that could look like? Because that's always a really good indicator of how things are going. And a lot of times we had 250,000 jobs or something. I don't even know what no, to expect. No, man. and, and I that's don't. you know what? How many times have they been absolutely wrong about like we expect to lose five hundred thousand jobs, and all of a sudden uh, they are like, but we added two hundred and fifty. Uh, you right. know, and that's the thing. I don't think they know, but I think everybody feels so uncomfortable. It's a little uncomfortable now, right yeah. now, and and right. that's the big thing. We're, part of getting when you're raising the rates and doing this stuff is to make people feel uncomfortable. And so as they start to pull back on their spending so they can start to bring inflation down and it's trying to walk that fine line. Mm. And the Fed's already said their aim is 5% unemployment, which is about two to three million jobs lost over a certain period of time, which would do what? Well, that'll slow inflation down to the point where they think get it down around 3%. Is the economy about to break? I certainly hope not. But we're seeing cracks. We are seeing cracks. Cracks. We There's are. no doubt. All right. We might live in tiny homes. Uh, that's uh, that's interesting that you say that because uh, this is a uh, uh, Valley School District says, you know what? We have solved the teacher crisis. Tiny homes. So not only are we going to pay teachers nothing, we're going to put them in a tiny home. Now, the tiny homes we're talking about, isn't that like the, what is that, like uh a square foot, right? Well, I mean, you know what's weird? My mother-in-law, uh, <laughs> my, 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 my father-in-law who lives in Colorado, uh-huh. and my mother-in-law, uh, they have a tiny home. Really? Yeah, and it's pretty cool. What's it, it like, is. 400 square feet yeah, or something like, like that? theirs is like five-something, and it's got a bedroom and a kitchen and, yeah. and stuff, and it's and, really uh, kind of neat. Now, they've got massive amounts of property, and they're, they've downsized over their lives because they don't need it, but, you know, they've got two lakes and stuff, It's but it is so kind of cool. they got two lakes, and they got 400-square-foot home. That's but, ridiculous. Uh, well, you're outside in the lake, all the, plus they have a giant, you yeah, know, Yeah, because you've got to go to the bathroom outside. They have a machine shop. No, they got a cool bathroom, a shower, but... Chino Valley Unified School district says that teachers openings say they have teachers openings they need to fill and what they're going to do is uh they're going to start finding a new creative way to try and recruit teachers and part of that is how can we get them a cheaper living option so you got the chino valley uh, superintendent uh says they received a grant to help pay for tiny homes for teachers here in Arizona. It's like toys for tots, but it's tiny it's a, for teachers. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it just sounds awful. It sounds terrible. It yeah, does. but if you're a single person, let's say you're in your like mid-20s or 30s, and they're offering you a small home where you... And a the, small salary. It both well, sounds yeah, bad. Well, that, it ma- the salary matches the home. No, that's <laughs> that just exactly. sounds terrible. That, it does sound What if it's free? Awful. Is it free? I don't know if it's... It should be free. But if they're giving you a free little tiny if home... If it's free... Absolutely free. If you can't walk in your home, don't buy it. have two people in there at one time, that's the other thing. Excuse me. Excuse me. Your elbow. Excuse me. So they've got this project, and they're trying to finish it in the next nine months. And the superintendent says he believes having a place to live within walking distance of a school could be a perk. Uh, especially for international teachers who don't have a driver's license. So here's the other thing. We're bringing in a lot of teachers from the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, there's partly a language barrier there, but how else are you going to fill these spots? And do the kids understand everything they're saying? I've heard from a few parents on this. Not always. But so we're going to bring teachers in from the Philippines, and we're going to put them in a tiny house, and then they're going to teach our kids. Yeah, it's... It's, it's like tough, it's like it's like if you're a pastor of a church and they always give you a house, right? They so, yeah, do, but, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You don't have to pay for your house, okay? 
You work in the Lord's house, and they give you a house. house. That doesn't matter. In many places, it's built right on the grounds of the church. That is also that. How about that? Maybe the the teachers next live inside the classrooms. That's right. (laughs) That's right. You get a pull-out cot. Yeah, exactly. You know, get get some plumbing going in there and just put a can in there, and uh, and you're good. So let the teacher spend 24-7 making nothing and living in their classroom. That sounds horrific. And you say we don't come up with solutions on the show. (laughs) Shame on you guys. All right, coming up next, it is happening right now. There is this hearing. Remember what today was supposed to be? A day of celebration. That's right. That's right, another Gunches execution. Gunches' other birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so today was supposed to be the day that, that uh, Aaron Gunches gets executed for murdering Ted Price in 2002. Uh, the governor has chosen not to do that. She was supposed to show up at this court hearing. Guess who didn't show? No, not a shocker. And what are they saying? Is there any change? Are we going to get to, you know, give this guy the goodnight needle today? We'll talk about it next on the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh. We'll be here till six. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, including uh, something that's happening as we speak. And it uh, deals with the executions in the state of Arizona. Paul's button's been pushed. AG, governor. Uh, I don't think I've gotten a good, um, I guess, uh, 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 explanation of why this is taking place. So today was supposed to be the day that this pig, Aaron Gunches, uh, who murdered a man, yeah, that's not very nice to compare that man to a pig. Back in nothing wrong. 2002, I uh, was supposed to be executed today, and looks like the governor saved his life. Uh, we know the Arizona Supreme Court declined yesterday to reschedule the execution. It was set for this week. Uh, we know that Hobbs did not want to carry it out. They are doing an investigation. All right. So there's a there's um, they're in court right now, and I guess the whole from from what I understand, and maybe I got this wrong. The whole reason there were supposed to be a court today uh, is Governor Hobbs was supposed to tell everybody why she chose yes. not to execute uh, this man. So she didn't show up. No, that's solid. Solid move. So let me get this straight. A former president can show up in New York for being Fly invited. Fly from, from right. Florida to New York, albeit he has his own plane, but still. Right. right. He can do that. Uh, and he was really forced to anyway. I get that. But we actually gotta- didn't have to. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I stand correct. He could have done it on Zoom, they said. Okay. Uh, well, we know why he did Well, it. we do know why. Yeah, we all right. But but now we've got a governor who lives right here, and they're doing the court case, and she can't show up she can't and look it. at the family and say, listen, this is why we're not killing this guy today. That's I exactly think it's why. pretty gutless. You've got to look at the family. Right. Right. You've and got to tell them why you put this scumbag above them, and you went against. Yeah. Yeah. This right here, because, well, you know what, we I don't have to do it if I don't want to. So we were watching this uh, court case right before we got on the show. And so the family of Ted Price, they've all zoomed in. They're watching this. And the governor didn't show up. And she sent her representatives. I'd like to take a moment, Your Honor, if I may, um, to convey to Ms. Price, Ms. Kay, and their families on behalf of Governor Hobbs. And- now, if you say on behalf of Governor Hobbs, I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Yeah. If she can't say it herself, and listen, I know she's busy. She's the governor. I totally get it. This is a big deal. You've stopped a man from dying. You've stopped a family from finally getting, being able to move on after 20-something years. And I got to tell you, you know, uh, the unmitigated temerity of the governor oh, to not go. again. And hey, let me ask you this. I'm just saying, you should really go. It's part of your job. What do you got going on that's more important today than Great this? question. I'm just curious. Great about question. That. It's a great question, man. 
I would like to hear, what are you doing today that is so important that you couldn't show up at something that has been kind of dogging the last several weeks of your administration? Let's be honest. She ghosted the family today. That's exactly what she did. She didn't have... She ghosted the Price family today. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't have the colonies to show up. And most politicians don't. No. They don't. They don't. But it would have been refreshing to see a so-called leader, right? Because all these politicians, I don't even know what to call. I know they're not leaders. I don't care what party you're in. I mean, it would have been a nice, a nice break to say, hey, listen, I've showed up. I'm the governor. I'm looking right into the cameras. And I know that Ted Price's family is here. And I'm going to explain to you what we're doing. Yeah. At least, at least, it's not, you, we're not going to save face on this one. Because most people are against you on this one. But at least the family can say, hey, listen, at least she showed up and looked me in the face. And said, look, I'm sorry. Yeah. And let me tell you why I'm doing this. It's not because I don't feel your pain. It's not because it's not going to happen. When you, it's yeah. because we think there are, are some serious issues in the way this is handled. And we want to sort it out. So there is no more serious issues. And, and none of that stuff. Instead, you sent somebody on Zoom or whatever the hell you did. You, you send your representatives. And the first thing out of their mouth is, let me tell you how sorry i am yeah well let me tell you i can i can promise you you just slapped the family of ted price in the absolutely face. by not showing up and bs in your way through an apology you've slapped them in the face okay speaking of a slap in the face hmm. i don't know if you guys are aware of this but uh, lsu is a basketball team and the ladies tigers uh they won uh the championship i think it was sunday the ncaa tournament. the ncaa tournament they uh they, did you have them in your bracket i did not you did not do I, did a, not. A women's I, I, I chose iowa they got roasted uh i'm kidding i have no idea those are the only uconn are they still good at basketball that's the, sure the, i they know the men's team won yeah. but the women's team's usually great but so uh the the way jill biden excuse me Dr. Biden came out and said, not a licensed medical professional, oh, right. that, that she should invite both teams, I think, trying to celebrate women's sports. She said it was a joke. Everybody else screamed racism. So most people like so most championship teams, whether it's Major League Baseball, you get invited. They get invited to for the winning. White House. You get invited for winning. Right. Olympians get invited if they get gold medals. So uh, LSU beat Iowa. Yes. And Jill Biden says, I want both teams. Yes. And she said it was a joke. Okay. Because the backlash was so big. <laughs> and of course, then people started screaming racism. Look, racism? I'm not, I'm not racism? Because I was the corn, you know, fed white you know, girls, and LSU is, is, is you know, they, the, the, the tough black girls. So, so Jill, the Biden, they, they, Jill, Jill is racist for. Wanting the white team. Yes. Oh, they're from Iowa? Yeah. Oh, they're all white. There's uh, no doubt about it. Yeah, so. There's not a, there's not a black person in Iowa. <laughs> it's probably not. Right? So that's where the caucuses start, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all white people. But it's like, honestly, it's like 98% white. Yeah, so, but this became an issue. And then, of course, she got accused of being <laughs> racist. And then the team said, no, we don't want to go now. We'd right. rather hang out with the Obamas. She's not racist. The Obamas? Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure if the Obamas want to hang out with them. Because they're usually hanging out doing something for Netflix. Why would planning, you bring the losers to the White shows, House? run for the presidency. And so the, <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hang out. So I, I don't know what's going to happen but she's not racist all right jill biden jill biden is not racist okay she likes white people apparently though who play basketball she does apparently okay. all right you know yeah. uh but it, it was it so a then lsu said i'm not coming that's what they said now they said well maybe we'll come i don't know what the eventually i think they'll come but reese who's their star is the one that everybody you know she does not want this and again this had nothing to do jill biden doesn't get to decide this by the way that's the president <laughs> who gets to decide this and he doesn't even know who either of these no. teams are no he picked the U of A to win the whole thing on the men's side. Yeah, 
So and they that's were how good he was. Yeah. That's how good and he was. I, listen, I don't like Donald Trump one bit, okay? But I like the fact that he most of the time said, uh, you want a championship? Uh, nah, I don't have time for you. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I mean, I do think it's kind of silly that we invite, like, you know, these teams here to do all these things. Like, <laughs> but whatever, it is what it is. Just like on Monday, you got the, uh, the Easter egg roll. They got 30,000 Easter eggs. Oh, eggs are expensive in this day. I know. Do you see they're doing potatoes now? They should be doing potatoes. Oh, my goodness me. Easter bunny dropped us of potatoes. <laughs> hey, if you're thinking of ditching the glasses and contacts, looking at King Lasik now, get both eyes for just $3,500. $2,000 savings. It is amazing. I've done it with King Lasik. You should, too. With 0% financing, 24 months OAC. Lasik with Dr. King, only 146 a month. Go to kinglasik.com slash Arizona for complete details. All right. Up next, why are bosses choosing uh, to hire geezers over young people? Next. Uh, Coolio's still dead, but we found out why he killed him. It was only fentanyl, heroin, and meth. He went on a fantastic voyage. Ah, oh, jeez. That is a lot, man. That's a lot of stuff. It that just, is a lot of stuff. Just came down. So Coolio died of the effects of fentanyl, heroin, or meth. Uh, that'll kill you. That will kill Any you. Any one of those in the wrong situation will kill you. <laughs> Three <laughs> of them seem to be like you're no longer playing with house money. Uh, you know, Coolio called in once when I was on the air because I was talking about him. He was at the state fair. Do you want to hear a clip? I would like to. Uh, roll the clip. Hey, it's Coolio! That's all we got. I don't have his voice or anything. That's the only clip so that we saved 15 years ago. we're just taking your word that he called in. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the State Fair. We were talking about it. He actually called in, and we put him on. He was fantastic. He's, uh, he's gone. 59 years old. No okay. longer with us. Speaking of 59, uh, I guess that'd be considered an older employee. And uh, guess what they're doing now? Uh, as we're worried about the job market, the older employees are the hot commodity. What? Because they work hard. Well, Wall Street Journal's talking about the unretired, people living longer, they're coming out, inflation is hurting their pocketbook. A lot of them are empty nesters, bored. Guess what? They uh, work harder. They, That's what they say. They're I don't unretiring? They're unretiring. unretiring. Okay. They're coming into work. Uh, he says, you got to be here at 9. They show up at 8.50. <laughs> so a lot of these people, they, they, it, it, there's a bit of a learning curve, but once they learn it, they work, work, work. They don't call in sick. They don't call in uh, late. They show up every day, and it's easier to teach them on some of this stuff <laughs> than trying to change a generation is what one person said. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, you know, there, it's weird. We, we know some people who, who want to show up early, and they were told not to show up early. Yeah. And it's like, well, we can't pay you until so-and-so, so why are you here 15 minutes early? And, you know, we have a friend that had this, uh, and is like, what do you mean? I don't get this. Uh, I don't understand. Uh, like, if you, uh, see, I know a lot of people who are young, and they work very hard, and they show up, and they do their thing. Um, I, I but, know that, and I know, also know a lot of people that are young, and uh, no, you're going to get the bare minimum Monday every day of the week. But not for everybody. <laughs> not for everybody. Okay, so what's the difference between young people who are go-getters and other young people who are just like, you know what, uh, I'm just going to collect a check? I mean, it was like that 30 years ago when we were in our 20s, right? There were people that I, I worked harder than everybody. I always wanted to work harder than everybody. I tried to step on people. Not in, a, not in a bad way, but I'm just like, you're not going to outwork me. You might be better than me, but I'm not going to let you outwork me. 
I think the difference is this is a generational thing. You had if back in your day there was ten people God, that sounds bad that that would show up and and seven or eight of them would work hard and stuff and you'd have some slackers because every generation has slackers. Sure, sure. Now it's the exact opposite. So now if you're a boss, you want an older person yeah. instead of a younger person. Uh-huh. All right, but isn't that going to cost you more? That's going to cost you more. No, what costs you more is continually having to retrain people over and over again, having an unproductive uh, workforce that is unreliable. So where is the ambition in the youth? There is no ambition. Remember we talked about it was a couple months ago how they said that youth has no ambition to climb the ladders. They don't. They don't care about being management. They don't want to climb the ladders. Mm. They're 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 fine with being just fine. Well, I think they're. It's one of those. We talked about this the other day. It's the first thing that some young people will go into a job interview and say, what is my work-life balance? Where, you know, we would have gotten laughed at at that. If I had said that 20 or 30 years ago, I probably wouldn't be sitting here. As the first question you ask an employer, like, what days do I get off? What time am I? What are the perks of me working here? Yeah. That's not what you say. No, no. But it's it's sad. But there's another part to this story that's sad. That's not, well, sad. Yeah, it is a little bit sad. You've got people who are retired that now feel the, the need, not only through boredom, but because inflation and gas inflation prices and, and, and they're worried, the economy, they're coming out of, yeah, they're they're coming coming out of, of retirement. retiring. Right. But they know that, uh, you know what, if I work hard and I outwork everybody and I show up and I become reliable, mm. uh, you know, it, that's a good thing. My 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 little brother, he manages a bunch of, of kids his age. He's 25 now. And he tells me, he goes, dude, getting these guys to show up half the time is just ridiculous. Right. And I'm like, it's sad. It's sad. And it, those are his friends. Can you imagine not showing up? No. Just not showing up. And no. Like, you, what are you, not calling in sick? Yeah. Are you just quitting and it's, you're not telling anybody? No, it, it, sometimes what is it? they'll not show up and then they'll show up the day later for their next shift as if nothing happened with that's, no... Uh, that's the George know. Costanza. Yeah. Like, oh, he got, remember, he got, remember he got fired. Yeah. And he's thinking, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to show up. He showed up the next day like nothing happened. And they're like, you don't have an office here. Well, why not? Because I fired you yesterday. I didn't think you were being serious. That is, yeah. Like, that's what we're dealing with now. That is Our exactly. young George Costanzas. <laughs> that's what we're dealing with. The young Costanzas. Go to the jerk shop or whatever it was. Go to the jerk store. <laughs> All right. Older people coming out of retirement, getting a gig. And uh, there's, uh, yeah, there's a reason for it, I guess. There is a reason for it. Hey, uh, enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card uh, to spoil your furry family members with KTR's Paw Picks. Send us a photo of your pet, and you could win uh, the KTR Paw Pick Contest. Submit your photo at KTR.com slash contest. Different pet photo will be randomly drawn at the end of each month and will be named as KTR's Paw Pet Pick of the Month. Yes, do it quickly and often. Can't wait. Coming up next. Sarcasm. Go to Chase Field tonight. See a miracle. That's not sarcasm. That's the truth. Next. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Oh, the Big Q is uh, brilliant. It allows me to weasel my way onto the Mike Broomhead show at 8.50. So I give the Q, uh, and uh, I'll update it for you now. So here's the deal. KTAR.com, right side of the page. uh, Phoenix police officer Tyler Moldovan. He survived getting shot eight times in December of 2021. He will throw the first pitch out at the Diamondbacks game today. Uh, And I ask, is his survival a true miracle? Because as you well know, his family, their faith is incredible. And as soon as they found out that he was shot, they immediately started to pray and never stopped. And haven't stopped. Nope. And 
There's no way, in my opinion, he should be alive. The guy that killed him emptied a clip into his head. Yeah, and alive in a way where he can communicate and still has a, a, a vast majority of his faculties intact comparatively to where even surviving something like that, we had debated whether or not you'd even want to because if your entire life was going to be on machines. Yeah, and you don't want that. So I ask, is his survival a true miracle? 92% say yes. I think that's really interesting. Because usually on any poll or any question, we can't agree on anything. This is, I mean, that's a huge number. You're in the 90s and people say, I think we witnessed a miracle. I'm talking about a true miracle. I'm talking about God saved this man for a reason. Yes. That's the miracle. Yeah. That's, the, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And 92% say that's the case. And the other 8%, you suck. <laughs> they, hey, maybe they don't believe in God. Maybe they don't believe it was. Maybe they do. And they didn't think this was a miracle. And they have every right to believe whatever they want to believe. I think if you asked the doctors and, and nurses, they'd probably say this is a miracle. Well, he should you call been, it a medical miracle. You call it it's a miracle. I'm talking about a miracle by God. Yeah, but, you know, they, they wouldn't be, you know, and you find, you'd be surprised. By the way, they've done study after study after study. The power of prayer, whether you believe it or not, they'll tell you, it works. Why it works, some people, even who don't believe in God, say, well, it works for some reason, but it does. Yeah. So, uh, you know how at uh, 415, we do five spot. Yeah. Welcome five people on. Um, we're going to ask, what prayer did you have answered? I think that'll be interesting. Because this family got their prayer answered. His wife got her prayer answered. His family got their prayers answered. So maybe some of you out there had your prayer answered. We're going to talk about that at 415 on uh, Five Spot. But, and I'll tell you, I'm really interested to see him, uh, you know, um, uh, he's going to be in a wheelchair. But he's going to go out onto the field. Don't be surprised if he stands up. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know what to expect, but I know that he's done very well in his physical therapy. And sometimes he, he you know, he's being helped stand up. Don't be surprised by what you see. Well, I don't, I, you know, I'm just really interested to see what, this, what I'm going to see tonight. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Because we haven't heard him talk very much. We haven't seen photos of him. We haven't seen him all that much in the public eye. And this is going to be a moment. This is the 25th anniversary of the Diamondbacks. So what, 25 years ago, they had opening day. Um, this is this, this is, is one hell of a way to celebrate. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Uh, just, just, and I, I think the team, a little inspiration out there to to see him, especially if he stands up. That crowd, oh my gosh, will go crazy because everybody knows the story of what happened to him. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, officer. I can't wait to see it tonight. All right. Um. So this is kind of interesting. Do we have a Supreme Court justice on the take? <sighs> so Justice Clarence Thomas. Uh, we know his wife was, was, was huge in trying to overturn Arizona's election. Uh, and that just bothers me to no end. But when you have Justice Clarence Thomas, there are reports today that said he and his wife uh, have gone on several luxury trips involving, uh, I guess, travel substitutes uh, and... They go to uh, stays and properties that are owned by this mega donor for the GOP. So this is where the uh, uh, the court is being political. So I'm just asking this question. Let's say that Clarence Thomas is friends with this really, really rich guy. Yeah. And this rich guy's got yachts and all that kind of stuff. And his name is Harlan Crow. He's a conservative businessman. Yes. Let's Big say they're time, massive real estate cat. Okay. Let's say they're buddies. Does it look bad for 
Justice Thomas to use his yacht or his vacation home. Uh, does it make it look like, hey, you know what? Uh, listen, use my vacation home. But remember, remember how you're going to vote. Yeah. And I need this one over here. I need you to vote this way on this one. <sighs> what about the ethics of this? Because I, I think to me, you know, I think it kind of smells bad. Yeah. I well, think if it you're, looks bad. Yeah. I think if you're a, a Supreme Court justice... And who knows? Maybe, uh, for all I know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg did the same thing. I have no idea. Sure, well, look, if, I don't you're, know. if you're in D.C., and it doesn't matter if you are a lawmaker uh, or uh, you are a person like on any kind of court, you're going to run in circles with very wealthy people. Right. They, they're not shut-ins. They're not oracles. Uh, but you know what? It, it The look itself is bad. Right. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like a pastor of a church saying, listen, uh, don't mind me. I've got my jet and I need to go. Wait, you're using the money that I gave in church? For your jet but or your home? If or- you've got a jet because you've written a thousand, you know, you've written a bunch of bestsellers and you've done a bunch of other stuff and you don't take any money from the church, it still looks bad. It still looks bad. You're right. It's all it's it's all the optics of this. The optics. So maybe Judge Clarence Thomas didn't and his wife didn't do it for any bad reasons. I think the optics, it makes you look like you're on the take. I will tell you, his lodge... In Topridge. Is it nice? Oh my God, it's awesome. It's not one of those tiny homes. I want to be his friends. (laughs) Absolutely. And remember, ProPublica did this very left leaning as they search into this. But still, the optics are not bad. Well, and he hid the fact that he went to these places, too. Well, and he has to declare if he gets gifts over $50 for the ethics committee. Coming up next, you may never, ever have to leave your couch ever again in Arizona. We'll tell you why next.